Well, hello again and welcome in. Wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from, so happy to have you over to feast upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, from the Central Church of Christ in Ocala, Florida. And I remember what seemed like forever ago, I had a football coach that decided to condition our entire football team by army crawling across our entire practice field and then bear crawling all the way back. On that day, I lost count on just how many down and backs of the field we did that day because this was... You know, no ordinary conditioning, but I I crawled and many others crawled that thing for what seemed like hours, full pads, helmet on, excruciatingly hot, everyone around me whining and complaining, including myself. And it was all the words that you think that it would be, that it was tough and it was hard and it was painful and it was hot. And yet, even though I'd rather not I've thought back on that day a time or two and how every thought that came to mind during however long that was that we were out there had to do with quitting. And it wasn't just me. We were all weary. We were all tired. We were worn out. We were exhausted, really ready to alleviate ourselves from all that we were feeling by quitting and going to the locker room and saying, you know what? This just isn't worth it. Now, I tell you that story because this is exactly where we find those receiving the letter that we read in our Bibles titled To the Hebrews. These were people that were tired and worn out and they were growing sluggish. They were experiencing great persecution and this this pressure to quit, literally bear crawling and army crawling their way through life. And so... They're in danger of of losing heart, of throwing in the towel in their walk with Christ and heading back to the locker room, which for them was their old ways of Judaism. Now, I know that on that day during conditioning, it was extremely hard to wrap my mind around the purpose of why we were going through what we were going through. It was hard to wrap my mind around what was right in front of me. But as I look back on it now... I know that it was an opportunity to better myself, for the team to come closer together, to get tougher, to build endurance, to be, and to get better. And so for the recipients of the Hebrews, uh, the same can be said in that through the hard stuff they were going through, it was awful hard for them to understand and to recognize all that was right in front of them in Jesus. And so, so much like my coaches on that day as we made our way down and back across that field and conditioning the writer and the letter to the Hebrews coaches them up. As chapter 13 and verse 22 calls it, he exhorts them and he tells them, man, hold on to these. As he plays the role of coach and throughout the entire book of Hebrews, he says, press on, keep going, run with endurance, keep the faith, keep pushing, don't quit. You see, That entire time that we were out there conditioning, every player on that team was at a fork in the road. Do I quit? Do I get up? Do I walk to the locker room? Do I turn in my equipment and be done with this? 
Or do I hang on to what the coach is saying and keep pressing on? And the recipients of this letter had a similar fork in the road. The the writer of the Hebrews knew it wasn't enough just to play coach, but to also show them why what was right in front of them with Jesus was better than anything that they could compare him to. So throughout this letter, we see Jesus compared to things that they knew about, like angels and Moses and the prophets and And all of these things they would have known so much about, and yet the conclusion that every single comparison is Jesus is better. But even more than showing them that, he lists in Hebrews chapter 11 all these heroes of faith, men and women who have gone on before by saying, hey, listen, they did it, they've been through hard stuff, you can make it too. But more than that, the book of Hebrews is a letter that was written as great encouragement for them and still is for us today because the goal and the purpose for them, for these people, was to see all that they had right in front of them. And more importantly, to clean the earwax out and listen to this Jesus. Don't head off to the locker room. Don't throw in the towel and quit. Listen to him. Follow him. And through those words of exhortations, the comparisons that he, that he draws on, the examples of those who have gone on before, it all points to one name, Jesus, and him being the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He took the lowest position, he holds the highest position. And it's important to see that at the end of this letter, Just like a coach would do at the end of a practice, the writer concludes by saying, let me tell you guys something. Lay aside all this other junk. Don't worry about how hot you are, how tired you are, how hard it is, how badly you want to go back and quit and throw in the towel. Instead, chapter 12 and verse 2, fix your eyes on him. Consider him so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And really what he's saying is he's all there is. If you quit, there's nothing else. Don't make that choice. Listen to him. Now, this was our takeaway in a a study that we began on Sunday on Hebrews. And as I thought more about this uh, verse uh, there, as, as, as this coach, this writer gathers the team together by saying, consider him so that you'll not grow weary and you won't lose heart. Just how big that is, because what's interesting here is that it isn't just so that you will not grow weary and so that you will not lose heart, but that it is also so that you don't lose your soul. Up and down our Bibles, there is such great emphasis placed on literally taking a Q-tip, cleaning the wax out, and listening to Him. For example, I take you to the Mount of Transfiguration. Do you remember that at the end of that section of what's recorded for us, that God speaks and says of his son, Jesus, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Grab a Q-tip, clean the wax, listen to him. Sounds so easy, right? And yet we don't sometimes. I don't all the time. 
you see, if, if our ears are not open to literally listening to the words that are on the pages of God's word, as Hebrews says, we absolutely will find ourselves in the same situation as them and be bear crawling and army crawling our way through life. But I mentioned in there that it isn't just that, uh, that, that, that you know, you're weary and you're losing heart and it's hard and you're slugging your way through life but that your soul is in jeopardy. How do we know that? How do we know our soul is in jeopardy if we don't listen to him? Well, there's this story in Luke chapter 16 that many go to as a a story Jesus told to give some insight into what happens after we die. We've got the rich man in in this Hadean world, and, and he's in torment. And he looks across this great divide and he's begging for just a drop of water to cool off his tongue. He, he says he's in agony. And this story reaches this point where the answer back from Abraham is, sorry, man, from, from across this great divide, I, I can't do that. And, and honestly, I would bring you an ice-cold sweet tea if I could. But, but there is this great chasm that divides us. There's this great divide between us that cannot be crossed. And so with that, the rich man begs of him to send Lazarus, who's over there with Abraham, back from the dead to warn his five brothers about just how bad of a situation he's in. And please don't do the same. Don't end up like me, he says. He he doesn't want that for them. But get this, in there, Abraham's response is, they have Moses. And they have the prophets. Let them hear them. To which the rich man replies, no, please. If if someone goes to them from the dead, surely they'll repent and they'll turn away from what they're doing and, the, and they'll listen. Which honestly, I mean, how false could this be, right? Because the one telling this story, Jesus, came back from the dead. And yet there's still some that don't listen to him still today, right? And so Abraham confirms that then to the rich man by by saying, listen, man, if they don't choose to clean the wax out and grab a Q-tip and clean things out and listen to Moses and the prophets, they'll not be persuaded even if someone rises from the dead. You see, what I get from that story is listening to him is not only a matter of of ridding yourself from the feelings that these Jewish Christians were feeling in Hebrews. It is a matter of eternal life and eternal punishment, torment, and agony. This story shows us that we can eliminate the possibility of ever being in a position where we're thirsty enough to only desire one drop of water, just one. I don't think we can imagine that. But it can be eliminated by cleaning the wax out and listening to him. As we close here, I want to encourage you to do one thing, a very fundamental thing, again, that can keep us from the danger of losing our soul. Listen to him. Give great care and great concern to how you listen to him. Do that. Lean into what he says. 
Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28 comes to mind as he says, come to me. You come, you come sit at my feet. You come listen and, and hear what I have to say and do as I say, and you'll find rest. And not only that, you'll find rest for what? Your soul. Thank you guys so much for listening in today. I love you and thank you as always for tuning in. Considering the fact that you just listened, I want to encourage you today to share this episode with just one person who needs to listen, or you feel like uh, maybe it's time for them to listen or to hear these things. Why? Because God's word tells us listening is important. And that's what you just did. And that listening can save you. And, And back to the story of the rich man and Lazarus, considering he has already come back to life, if If that hasn't yet done it for the one you have in mind to share it with, maybe it's the listening that can. Again, thank you guys for listening. Hope that this is able to encourage you and encourage many others. And now, as always, go eat.